Hello, it's Arnold. What up? I'm Gray. And you're listening to Very That, a podcast that serves as therapy for two queer second-generation brown millennial friends using anecdotes, storytelling, and that little bit of dark humor to make sense of the world and ourselves while we talk about the heavy topics of life while keeping it light and fun. Just a barrel of monkeys. So much fun. (laughs) How is she today? I'm in a fucking mood, all right? (laughs) I couldn't tell. I am in a mood because I look, you know what I hate? What? I mean, there's a list, but today, why does it take us 8,000 hours to get our fucking audio right? It could be a live stream. It could be this fucking podcast every fucking time. It takes every single time. It's not like we change the settings. It's just, we don't even know what we do to fix it. It's just like, okay, it's working now. I guess we're fine. Look, I didn't major in IT support and I never will. Yeah, I'm that girl that's like, I need help uploading the latest um, installment of AOL. How do I do that? Yeah, because it's just, we're just sitting here and it's just like this burning, furious hatred, frustration, and uh, uh. But you know what it makes me, like, think of? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, do I actually hate that we have this issue or am I just frustrated? Mm -hmm. I'm probably just frustrated, but I think it's so... It's so funny to me that as a society, we've deemed hate as this very negative thing, but God, is it so fucking approachable these days. Like, it is so easily accessible for me to be like, I hate that. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Girl, scroll through my Instagram, like, 10 ways to see if this person's a narcissist. Oh, this is a toxic relationship. See here? I'm like, let's cancel <laughs> culture. Let's let's label everything as just, nope, bye, done, hate it, bye, nope. Yeah. That said, your algorithms really got you pegged. So, like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh. I know. It's. I don't know. I was like, I was in the airport the other day. I'm in Colorado. No one can oh, tell. She's no back. one gives a fuck. But you can probably <laughs> tell by how much I'm wheezing from me trying to acclimate to this damn elevation. Uh, but there's this woman who was like giving out her unsolicited opinion, and it's like, oh. There's nothing I hate more than a white person trying to tell me how to live my life. Especially when I never even fucking asked. They're in abundance. Like, where? So first of all, how dare you? Second of all, where do you get off? Third of all, eat rocks, idiot! It's like, leave me alone, let me live. Yeah. But on that subject, what a, what a great topic of discussion for today. <laughs> it's <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm like, how do I reel this back in? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think that would be an interesting topic for this week. Let's talk about hate. Oh, it's it's about to get ugly, isn't it? Since it's abundance everywhere. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Let's dissect it. So we'll talk about what is it? Is it that bad? Can hate serve a purpose? We're going to get all into it. I mean, look at me. I'm just like, oh, God. I'm like, I'm sweating already. I'm already sweating because I know I'm going to get pissed filming this episode. And I hate that. I hate it. But before we do that, let's see what these stars say about Oh, us. I thought we were going to a break. I'm like, already? Fuck. No. No. we got to get into these stars. It's still right in front of you. I hate that I always forget that. I hate that you <laughs> don't look at this dog. 
You made this template. I did, didn't I? <laughs> what yeah. template? What are you talking about? We're doing this all off the cuff. Oh. We're not. Oh, yeah, no. totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Teletubby. What are they saying on Mars for you? All right. Oh, well, this one's very topical. But anyways. So again, reading for Leo. And these stars say, why do you expect so much from yourself and so little from others? Because I have to do everything. And if I step out of line once, I'm complete garbage and trash. Everyone else is fine. They're allowed to be human and experience the whole breadth of humanity. But me, no, I am not afforded that luxury. Why? Trauma. She's a Leo. And you know what? <laughs> she wants that limelight. And if she's not getting it, god damn it all. <sighs> actually, wow, mine's actually very much in line with yours. Oh. That's creepy. Spooky, spooky. Oh my god. Arnold, are you in your period too today? Are we on the same flow cycle? Always. <laughs> I'm moist. And I think it's blood. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to call a doctor real quick. Yeah. We'll do that over the break. Um, <laughs> So um, I'm reading for Scorpio, and it says, be as kind and forgiving to yourself as you are to your friends. Oh. <laughs> That's the same exact shit as what you just fucking said. <laughs> but it's yeah. funny, because, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, 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 no. Everyone else, humanity, me, fuck you, you stupid, no. lazy son of a bitch. Why are we like this? Self-hate. That's what that is. Hate. <gasps> Whatever. We're healing. Bring it back around. Yes. But before, before that, we do that. Yes. I was waiting for her because I was like, she was on it last week. Maybe she'll have it again this week. New here. New me. And it's a fucking break. See you in a minute. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. And I hate that. <laughs> Which brings us to today's topic. Exactly. So before we get into the deep and dirty, let's get into the get into shallow waters. Yeah. Can I ask you though? How would yeah. you I feel like look, we all know what hate is, but like how are you defining hate? Okay. If we're gonna get into it. Um I define hate as like a complete disregard of someone else's humanity. Like oh. I am actively withdrawing compassion for you i'm going to flatten your experience in my mind to two-dimensional paper cut out okay she's read her new brown books good for you <laughs> sis wow i was just gonna say um i really dislike something but yeah no your sounds way better <laughs> no like in past episodes like we've talked about the human experience being this vast genie you know infinite cosmic power you know right. so much complexity so much nuance she's like complex you know what i mean exactly but if i'm saying i hate you i'm actively saying no i'm not gonna see any of that no i'm gonna condense your three hour imax movie into a 30 second teaser trailer because that allows me two things protection from you i'm distancing myself from you and b it frees up brain space in my mind because then i don't have to think about you as like a full complex human being which i know that you are but i am choosing i am actively choosing being like no i don't i don't care about your 
complexity, your nuance, no. your perfection, your imperfection. I'm just going to say, bitch, I hate you. Oh, listen here, you colonial broad. You are forevermore going to be Nicole Richie because you're just a simple bitch with a simple life. And that's that. Mm, I mean, great television. Yeah. But I don't want that on 24-7 on my TV. Distance. No. I'm Look at you. See, I told you. we're gonna. I'm sweating. It's 30 degrees outside, but I can guarantee I'm going to start sweating. So let me take a breath and flip it back on you. <laughs> Define hate for me. Who is she? Okay. Well, look, 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 Don't do that. I'm really canceled. Yeah. Um, like, you know, hate is that thing that I think we all like, oh my god, that's such a bad thing. You shouldn't hate things. Like, you can't hate things. It's like, okay, then bitch, why are we doing it? If we shouldn't, why are we doing it? Why is it so ubiquitous across every culture? Why does everyone have hate? So, like, sure, it's probably not the most, like, I think it's the most accessible out of all of our negative emotions. But at the same time, like, I don't know if that necessarily makes it, like, completely bad. Yeah. It's probably, like, unwanted. But at the same time, it's just as unwanted as, like, you know, maybe a thunderstorm. Like, you're not going to stop that shit. It's just a part of the weather. So just like your emotions, hate's just one of those pieces that you're going to have to fucking deal with. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't breathe. I'm hot. I need to get off. It's part of infinite cosmic power. Yes. Hate is just one of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just one of those. It's certainly, like, not, you know, an emotion that, like, I truly love or anything. Um, like, do I leverage it for humor? Mm-hmm. Of course I do. But, like, it's one of those ones that I definitely recognize is as a part of my everyday life as is breathing or something like it's just there like it's one of those things that you're going to have to deal with and just like to clarify we're not condoning violence or any of that this is just about internal feelings and the experience of hate yeah let's also if you're using what we're saying to dictate your life girl crack a book like you You need to be committed because you need Jesus. Yeah. Us two hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, actually, do you think hate is one of those like, is it good or bad? Or like, is it, I mean, what do you think about it? Mm. How do you see, how do you see how hate? I see her? Um, yeah. Hate overall, I don't think it is inherently good or bad. I don't, again, infinite cosmic power it is like like you said it is just one aspect of human experience that we get to live through also we hate a binary we've said that a million times we We do we do again it flattens the nuance um but yeah hate is just one of those experiences emotions i wouldn't say it's necessarily good or bad like anything it's your relationship Mm -hmm. to it right that's where so again going back to my kind of like stance on hate or my definition as like i am actively disregarding your humanity and that serves that serves me in two different ways that serves me i get to free up brain space because i don't have to think about you and a complex person and it's a it's a distancing tool from anything i or my subconscious thinks is unsafe so like does hate serve a purpose and to me hate is the emergency brake in the car it's like 
I've already hit a point where like I mm. feel super unsafe for whatever reason. I'm going to release this emotion because that will dis the A free up brain space and distance myself from it. Um uh, actually can I ask you something? Yeah. Um so you're saying it's like the emergency break. Does that mean like yeah. you've already tried using like your other tools, your quote unquote breaks, and like that didn't work and so now you're just reaching for that thing and just pulling it up or Ideally, yes. However, you know, sometimes we're just driving and, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, have enough foresight. So maybe there are some, some areas where we could have used our regular break, but we don't because we haven't noticed them before. But then you get to the point where it's like, oh shit, now I, I got a break now. And so hate is kind of like the, oh my God, stop everything. Just get some distance before you hit this tree kind of deal. And this is why I don't let you drive. This is why I don't <laughs> let you drive. It's that reason right there. You know, sometimes I get lost in song and I just, <laughs> I'm in the performance, but, but you know. I no, we're not playing Hamilton again. It's not happening. <laughs> I don't know. You're not listening to that. I'm sorry. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> I hate it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I get it though. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, sure, yeah, it's the emergency break. But like, am I a little trigger happy with that emergency break? Of course I am. Of course I am. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, and okay, let's talk about like when it's like quote unquote good or healthy. Like, mm -hmm. hate would be like your safety net, right? I hate this person. I'm going to create distance. I'm going to free up brain space. That freed brain space would mm -hmm. go towards like understanding like, okay, why was this interaction with this person so triggering? Oh, that's what we're supposed to do? Supposed, <laughs> right? Supposed to. So like now that there's distance and you feel a little bit safer from the hate, you're like, okay, why is this so triggering? And then from that understanding why it was so triggering to you, you can create regular healthy boundaries so that you don't have to use the e-break. Yeah. Now, I know all this cognitively. You know, I understand this <laughs> in my head. The cognition, darling. The cognitions. Am, am I saying I always followed the rule book? No. <laughs> I think it's interesting, though, that you bring up, like, yes, there are, like, times where it's, like, yeah, no, like, this is an appropriate moment for, like, quote-unquote hate in terms of, like, not seeing the humanity behind someone and creating that distance because it's, like, that conniving coworker who's always doing some shit. Girl, we Girl. just did a whole episode on work. You know her. We all know her. <laughs> just, like, you want to spit in her coffee every morning when you see her. Like, what up, Joan? We know you. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Wait, we can say it because, like... Code names. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows a Joan. Everyone knows a Joan. Joan's that bitch that's like, oh my god, I love. She's the Regina George of the office. She acts like she's there to support you, she but she's acts. really there to throw your ass into the buffs. Mm -hmm. The buffs. Why did I? <laughs> I am from Barcelona. I, to that point, like, I think there are times where it's appropriate to leverage hate and yeah. to create that distance because, like, controversial statement. Does. Maybe this is like my not highest self speaking right now. Oh, who said we were talking to her? Because <laughs> look, yeah, I'm like, we're still on the subway. So <clears throat> I don't think everyone is deserving. 
sometimes some people aren't deserving of humanity because they're not giving humanity out to. And I'm not to say, like, sure, we could all be like, oh, my God, you should love everyone. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Like, I don't have to give you any energy. But, like, also, like, if you really want to take it there, girl, we could tussle. We could tussle. We can throw them both. Again, it's, I'm not saying hate is good or bad. It is just the act of, of like, hey, I don't, I don't want to see your humanity right now. As long as you understand what you're doing. Oh, no, I was going to say, do you find yourself, like, if you, let's say you, like, hate a person. Do you find that, that per- you're hating that person, that thing, whatever, because they represent something that doesn't align with your morals, so to say? Or is it that they reflect something that you don't appreciate about yourself? I mean, isn't it always the latter? <laughs> Honestly, like, hate, right? Hate is always, hate akin to anger is a secondary emotion, right? So mm-hmm. understanding that usually when you hate something you're always feeling something else first but hate kind of Mm. just like you feel hate more intensely so it's like before you feel hate you're usually feeling frustrated you're usually seeing it's always some kind of unmet need that is happening first like you're feeling unseen you feel disrespected and that's kind of the trigger that the hate should give you enough distance to identify oh right so like again what back to the co-worker girl? right back to the co-worker this bitch says like oh hey i have a report for you to run it's like 3 p.m at the moment i have i have this really big report i need it done by 5 p.m it won't take you that long right that's the a trigger. example <laughs> oh all or the best them. one is like there's also like that one where it's like oh you don't normally get it done that early <laughs> i didn't see that sorry <laughs> Girl, so that backhanded compliment, it's like, first of all, I hate you, but why am I hating you so much? Because you triggered something in me that says, like, hey, I'm feeling really unseen, unappreciated, so that makes me hate you. But the wound is in I'm feeling unseen, and that's the thing that I have to address, and I can create healthier boundaries with the time and space that hate is giving me, Yeah. so I can address it more healthfully saying like hey i'm feeling unseen what can i do to make my needs feel seen the response like hey i'm really busy at the moment um i don't think i can get this done in time i can get it done to you by the end of the week and flat out that will be my answer yep but that i'm in a calm state right now so so normally it's like per my last fucking email i said no bitch (laughs) exactly i'm not perfect not perfect. I've always wanted to like rage quit a job oh, and God. like just you know like the drama <laughs> of it. Like I know this is episode isn't about work, but it's like things you hate. Sometimes fuck work is the thing I hate sometimes because like, do I have to like like you know what I hate that I have to like actually participate in a fucking capitalist society even though I know it's garbage. Capitalism is just communism with a funny little hat on. Like it's the same fucking shit. It's only a few people that are in power, but like I'm still buying into this dumb shit so I can get more Amazon boxes delivered to my front door. It's so stupid. Is it like a fedora though? <laughs> Speaking of things that I hate, um <laughs> I don't they're not fashionable Arnold. They're not fa- I don't they're not fashion. They're not giving and I don't like them but going back to topic um so your what is your stance on on hate you you said that it it is a negative emotion yeah yeah 
elaborate, elucidate, if you will. Um, yeah, no, I mean, look, I think hate is inherently bad, mm-hmm. but I also strongly believe that, like, sometimes you need a little bad to, like, make the good feel better. And, like, as corny as that sounds, I truly believe it. Case in point, if you ate ice cream every day, if you had ice cream every single day for every single meal, do you think you would love it as much as you do now? Fair. Right. But if you couldn't get ice cream sometimes, and that was bad, but now you cherish ice cream even more. So... I don't know what I'm talking about because I eat ice cream every fucking day. So um, <laughs> that's clear. But <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, like, and yes, it's bad because it's like, let's be real. All of the most like vile crimes that happen in this world, they're all driven by hate. So they're certainly bad. But that said, I mean, I think there's still things that you can, you know, to the, your, like we were saying earlier, like there's a benefit to hating certain things. Like I hate burning my fucking hand on the stove, so I don't fucking do it, you know? And it's like, that's like, obviously like a very simple thing. And, but it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things that you, I think, like you were saying, it's like, it's your relationship with it. Like, how do you, how do you cope with hate? You know, like, are you the one doling it out? And like, is it justified? You know, like certainly like you could hate, like you could hate the way people treat other people based on something as like trivial as like the color of their skin. That's Mm -hmm. fucked up. Yeah. And like, I hate that. I really fucking hate that. But, you know, like, am I going to hate someone because I don't know, they like, they sound, they have like a lisp or something. I don't know. Like, that's stupid. Like, these are dumb things. Um, and I love your lisp, Arnold. So I just want you to know that. I just, I just <laughs> wanted to say that you, you heard that. Um, but I think it's just. It's the most infamous of all of our negative emotions. Like I was saying at the top, like it's something that we all know. We all know hate and we all know it's bad, but God, do we love to gravitate towards that because we live in a society where I strongly believe we live in a society that is so sensationalized that Mm -hmm. hate is the only way that we can truly feel like we're expressing our discomfort and our dislike with something. Yeah. And so that begs the question is like, do I really hate something or do I just dislike it? And like, is hate really bad? Or do I just dislike um, that emotion? You know what I mean? Ooh. So would you say that people like us as a society, we don't actually hate a lot. We just dislike much and we just masquerade. We put the fedora hat on it and say yeah. it's hate. Yeah, that hat. <laughs> um. But yeah, you know, I think it's something where it's because it's like, yes, we all know what hate means and we all know it's intense. And it's like, I really want you to know that I don't like something. So I'm going to use the word hate. And it's, I think that's like one of the funniest things because it's like, as a society, I think we're all like in agreement that it's a bad thing, you Mm -hmm. know, for the most part, like hate is bad. Like, you know, like I said, it's like where most of our, most of the most vile crimes that have ever happened in our history have been, they're all born out of hate. And so, like, we know it's bad, but it's like, why do we use that so um, liberally? Liberally, yeah. So liberally, so freely, and so, like, with such excess at the same time, too. I mean, we've said it, like, you know, yes, we've said it in jest, but it's like, it's not uncommon for everyone to be like, oh, my God, I hate that. I hate this. I hate that. I hate yada, yada, yada. I hate the way this feels. I hate the way that. And it's like, we have really just gone off the deep end with this one and really just 
I don't think we feel things as strongly as we say we do sometimes. Oh, okay. Which I know is controversial for like a therapy podcast, but like I truly believe that. Yeah, yeah. So what what would you say we are feeling when we say we hate something? I think it's more so that you have a discomfort for something and you have no idea how to remedy it. So instead of like, like you said, taking that time to pause, I think more people... And also, like myself, too, I've been very guilty of it where I'm like, oh, I hate this. But it's like, I'm only saying that because, like, I have an extreme discomfort with something and I don't know what, how to deal with it or how to remedy it. So I'm just saying that to keep that distance. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess with that, like, I don't know if I can truly subscribe to, like, that it's good or bad because it's like, it's just so ubiquitous across all cultures. Like, everyone yeah. has hate. Yeah. You know? And so, in that way, I'm like, it just seems like it's just like the weather like it's just a thing it happens infinite it's part of this infinite cosmic power that said i do think that more often than not it is like you were saying it is the mirror showing us kind of like the things that we maybe not maybe not the parts that we hate about ourselves but the parts we fear that we might be susceptible to Ooh, more on that like you know, like, okay, when I say I hate Trump, it's not that I see any part of myself in that fucking orange rotting piece of flesh. Yeah. Um, God, what, like, a disservice to the word flesh, too. <clears throat> but I think it's, they bring out the things that we fear we could be given the right circumstances. You know, like, I think there's, we all, like, try to be, like, better people. I'm like, you know, I think social media would have you believe we're all striving to be our best selves and whatnot and like Buddha quote this and yada 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 but like at the same time I think there's all the potential that we could be extremists in our views and be driven that way like it's not hard like these like I mean there's you know terrorist groups like they make sport of radicalizing people yeah and it's not as like hard as you think it is and so I think it's something that we all fear that that potentially could, we could fall prey to that. And so we say we hate it and we try to distance ourselves so that we don't fear it. I mean, otherwise, I think we'd be in a place where we are more willing to have conversations with the people we disagree with, right? We are more divided now than we ever have been before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if someone doesn't agree with you, you, you hate them and you distance yourself from them and you don't want to talk to them and you don't want to discuss, you don't want to hear them, you don't want to see the humanity in them, right? Yeah. But what if, like, what if we did the reverse? What if we disagreed with them and instead we heard them out? I think the fear is that we might be able to see the humanity in them and then we would find ourselves at a crossroads with our own morality. Because now, you know, this person who said this deplorable thing about, I don't know, uh, they hate cats and I'm a cat lover. And so... (laughs) I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to that person because they hate cats. They have said some pretty anti-feline statements and I don't want to hear them out. But what if I find out that we love the same movie? What if I find out that we have the same favorite restaurant in town? What if I find those things? Then I start to see myself in those things. And so I think we fear seeing other, like while we may not see ourselves in the hate that they share or the hate that they exhibit, we might start seeing ourselves in other pieces. And then we would feel insecure that potentially we might fall prey to that same hate oh so seeing them as the complex person that they are because we all at a base level we all know that each other like 
we're all complex beings, we have nuance and all of that. So there is some part that is fear driven that like, okay, I'm understanding the way you think maybe I will think this deplorable thing as well. Or maybe I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be as hard lined about my position on cats. Maybe I should, you know, see like, you know, sometimes cats suck, you know? Ah, you t- yes, there's, again, it disillusions the, the binary of yeah. the conversation. Exactly. It's- and then that makes it uncomfortable because now it's like, what, do I, do I have to hold all of it together? Yeah. Yeah. And infinite cosmic power. You don't actually want it. You just want simple power. I mean, we are it, but do we have the mental capacity at the current time to process it all, all the time? Hell no. No, 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 no. Like, I want to say that it gets common, but at the same time too, I think we, we overutilize it Yeah. to create distance. And so, and we think we're doing it for safety, but I think we're doing it because it's easier than trying to understand the humanity behind someone oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it, it frees up brains because you are compressing this person yeah like it just makes it easier it makes you feel more secure in your own position because it's just like oh they're wrong like there's oh, no possibility that they could be right that it it gives you certainty yes that's it i think hate provides a lot of certainty to people and certainty like let's like as humans certainty is something that we all strive for the same way yep. like our dumbasses are like programmed to like go after sugar the same we are programmed to go after certainty yeah certainty yeah. equals safety yes um but let me ask you this what's hmm. like how do you see your current relationship like we said like you know it's not bad or good it's more about the emphasis on the relationship you have with hate and so like what's yeah. her relationship with hate uh Again, I'm not perfect. Yes, my higher self and my ancestors and everything, you know, elevating me and keeping me grounded at the same time tells me about the hate process that we just went through. Hate is the emergency break. Take a moment, see what's triggering Mm -hmm. inside you, create the healthy boundaries so you don't have to use the e-brake so much. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, I am not. I am not the Dalai Lama. I'm not. I am just, you know, this regular person out here vibing. I'm just vibing. So, what I'm also gonna say, <laughs> hate can be kind of fun. <laughs> oh, girl, 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 girl. You know this yeah. as well as I. Mm-hmm. It can be mm-hmm. fun to tear a bitch down. I'm not oh. saying that when it happens, they deserved it in my mind. Like, I think we they talked about it. Oh, yeah. They deserved it. They deserved it. Because, you know, perspective is reality. And in my perspective, they deserved it. So that's the reality. Get into it. But, like, we talked about it in the gossip episode, right? Friendships, relationships can be formed through gossip. Is it a stable foundation? No, if it's the only foundation. However, mutual hate for someone can bond some allies together. (laughs) Oh, there is nothing that brings people together like mutual hate. Let's be honest. 
Right, right. I mean, even in its basic form, like if you hate like the current system, you'll rebel against it. Joan from Two Deaths Down, you find another coworker that hates her too. Girl, hi, hi, friend. You want to talk? Let's talk. Yeah. You want to go get coffee? That's the code. You want to get coffee? Exactly. Dude, not only that, I'm going to roll here. So not only can you spark a nice relationship, again, if hate is the only foundation of that relationship, it's not going to work, but it it can spark Mm -hmm. a nice relationship to other avenues of things. However, (laughs) we've already established if I hate someone, I am choosing not your humanity. I am Mm -hmm. withdrawing all of my compassion from you. I have already resigned to the fact I am flattening your experience to a paper Mario. So therefore, you are now a lightning rod for everything that's wrong in my life right now. Oh. Any kind of discomfort I'm feeling, girl, I missed the train. Fucking Joan. Yeah. No, it's that I shit. tripped on my own damn shoelace. She untied my shoes earlier. <laughs> like, you are now the full recipient of all of my discomfort. Joan can't even breathe without you hating me. Be like, look at that bitch. Breathing into her fucking nostrils like an idiot. <laughs> exactly. So any kind of, like, it is a cathartic feeling because I get to put and blame. Yes, the, the key word is blame. I get to discharge all that's gross. <laughs> oh, I was like, um, I get to, <laughs> I get to package all of my discomfort and anger or frustration about my life onto this person. Do they deserve it in the higher realm thinking? No, but for me, if I need to get rid of all of this kind of rage and uncomfortable and frustration that I have outside of them, I have somewhere to put it. Because I've already resigned to the fact that I hate you. So. Yeah. That's where we are. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry because it helps me. It helps me process. Is it healthy? No. But whatever. Well, I think it's also like, it's a healthy outlet. Because like, let's be real. Like, you're not actually saying these things to Joan. But like. Exactly. Yes. Talk shit about Joan and like, kind of use Joan as that kind of. Um, yeah, discharge peach juice, whatever you're dumping your load into. Um, <laughs> a dumpster fire load. of just emotion. Yeah, the wherever you're pouring it into, like that allows you to like release that and like let go of it. And so, like, in that way, like, you know, is it the healthiest way? No, but is it effective? Of course, no. of course, 100%. It's catharsis. And yes, thank you for saying, like, this is all just like emotion. Now, any actions I take, I have to be accountable for. So if I slap her across the face, yes, I will be accountable for that. But this is just like, yeah. if I trip down the street, I'm like, fucking Joan. <laughs> yeah, I have somewhere to put it. I Fuck so Joan. It. <laughs> take a minute, girl. Breathe, 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 breathe. <sighs> fucking Joan. Getting me all. <laughs> Moose robot. Moose robot. But where's she struggling at? with hatred um or is it even a struggle where's the relationship you know i think it is a struggle because i will say like i am one of those people that kind of built most of my humor on like i hate this and Mm -hmm. i think it's something where i used to be the type of person that if i didn't god how do i say this i used to be that bitch that's like okay do you want to go skiing 
No, I hate skiing. Skiing's stupid. It's so fucking dumb. I hate skiing. What I really actually need to tell you is I'm actually really scared that I'm going to be bad at it and I'm going to be hurt and I won't be able to catch up. And so in that way, I feel really inadequate. And so what I'm doing right now is I'm going to attack that thing so that I can justify me distancing myself from it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So now as someone who's aspiring to be their higher self, um, it's fucking hard because like, it's funny (laughs) to be like, Oh, I hate this shit. Or I hate Joan. Like it's, it's funny. It's, it's easy. it's easy. It's easy and it's hilarious. Yeah, I get a kick out of it, girl. Like shit. Just be like, mm, hate that. <laughs> like it's funny. Um, but at the same time, like I truly believe that like real hate is like such an ugly thing that it will manifest itself in you in ugly. Yeah. Like it'll make you ugly, like physically. And we love the glamour, so like that's not good. <laughs> so I think where where I'm at now is I definitely try to we're all fearful of kind of like potentially seeing ourselves in the things that we hate. When I have the conscious mind and the higher mind inside, I try to make that space to be like, well, why do I hate that? And like, how did this person come to have this point of view that I hate? You know, like what did they mm-hmm. go through and what did they experience? Or like what, you know, whatever. If it's something like, you know, Oh, I hate red velvet cake. Cause like, let's be real. It's just chocolate cake. It's chocolate. And I'm sick of having this fucking conversation. It's not good. If you need food coloring to make your food appetizing, grow up. Um, but I try to, I think I, I really try to lean into an understanding of like, at least to get a better perspective. That's not always saying like I come out the other side being like, Oh, well, you know, maybe it's because of this YZ. Like, no, I still fucking hate that person. But also, I can understand that, like, maybe Joan's been through some things. Maybe Joan has had some experiences that made her a fucking cunt. I don't know. But so I think in that case, what I'll lean into more is, like, maybe I don't hate Joan, but I have complete apathy for Joan. Like, Mm. I don't give two fucks about the hell. She could win something. Good for you, bitch. You could fucking trip, break your leg, walking down the street and go into a concussion. Okay, anyway, so when's lunch? I don't care, but <laughs> like whatever. So I think, yeah, that's where I'm at like today is like if I'm able to actively catch myself in that moment of like, I hate this and I'm really like, I'm not being, you know, facetious or anything. Um, then I try to like, one, try to understand potentially like how that thing came to be. And then two, if I still don't like them, then I try to just exercise apathy and just like, I don't need to hold any space for you in any way. Like you're not making any worse, but you're not making any better. So bye. Yeah. That's the true kind of marker of like unbothered, like, cause love and hate are very intense emotions. If it's just indifference, girl, that is the higher self talking. <laughs> Do you believe that whole statement of like, you can't truly hate things unless you love them? I think it's a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Because again, I think it's just, there is a wound there mm-hmm. that is triggering. It doesn't necessarily have to connect to love. Yeah. But there is a wound. There is some kind of connection to that. Sure. I would say that there is, yeah, yeah there's some sort of past experience yes. to be tied to this. It always is. Mm-hmm. Well, now that, you know, we're in, we're in therapy and we're healing and all of that. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. 
are there parts of the healing process that we say we hate? Oh my God, all of it. Are you kidding me? It sucks. <laughs> I mean, speaking of things that you love that you hate, that's a, that's a good example of one of those things, I guess. Yeah. Yes. For me, what it was, I think it's something that a lot of people kind of go, like there's like the stages of healing. And at first there's kind of like the realization, right? Where you kind of like, you get the understanding of like why you're feeling the way you do or why you're yeah. processing things the way you do. Right. And then there's like, it's very sad, right. To kind of like see your own humanity in that way and mm -hmm. to see where you were not only hurt, but also where you yourself kind of went to that hurt as well. And I think the next stage after that, for me, at least was I grew very angry at that kind of like past version of myself and I wasn't giving the compassion that I needed to give. And I think case in point was like, you know, we talked about in like the body episode, like my weight was like a big thing for me. And like, I really, I think I convinced myself for the longest time that I wasn't using it as a protection mechanism, but I was. And when I finally came to that realization, I had nothing but disgust for that past version of myself. And you know, I truly hated it. And like, that wasn't healthy at all because what it did was it made me completely neurotic about staying as far away from that version of myself as I possibly could. And so, and what I mean by that, like when it comes to my, my weight, it was like every morsel that was going into my mouth. And like, that's not to say that I'm like a fucking size two or anything right now. Like, let's be clear. She's still a thick queen, but mm -hmm. you know, I became very conscious of like, my body even more so than I ever had before and how I moved through the world and the impact that, you know, this had or that had on my health. And so I think I just became overly hyperly hyper vigilant because I completely hated that version of myself. And I didn't understand. I didn't want to listen to why that version of myself existed. I didn't want to listen to me using food as a protection mechanism because I was too scared to, be who I really was and really come out of the closet and, you know, say that. And so I just tried to be like, Oh, you know, you know, I'm fat. And so that's why no one wants to date me. Or, you know, yeah. I was, instead of speaking up and telling my truth and like talking and like saying how I felt, I was just keeping my mouth shut by keeping food in it. So it was, was it like a, a shame based response? You say? Yeah. I think it was a shame-based response, and I think that shame comes with a lot of hate towards that past version. At least it did for me. Like, when I was going through my healing, I think it took me a while till I was able to develop that compassion to be able to look at my past self and see the humanity in that version of myself. Because I think it was easier to kind of just be like, well, girl, you acted like a big baby, and you just kept fucking eating, and that was your problem, you big dumb bitch, but... I think what really, what it really was, was like, I was really hurt about a lot of things Yeah, and food was yeah. the only thing that made me feel like comforted. And so I really leaned yeah. into that. Oh my God, we're not putting this. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, that is a, that is a really big step. Cause again, hate being withdrawing compassion, but how, how did it feel to have that flip into like, I'm completely withdrawing my compassion for my past self to actually showing yourself compassion and saying like, this is what I was going through back then. And this was the rationale. So how was that switch for you? 
um like how'd that feel recognizing that what you were doing was you know hating on your past self when now showing compassion you're seeing you know the infinite cosmic power of your past self and seeing them as a, a full person yeah um i guess liberating is the right way to say it in that like there was a lot of sadness that was set free and i think i still yeah. sit with a lot of that and i still like you know thinking about it now i still get kind of like i get a little choked up about it because it's like i really i just feel so bad for that past version of myself and it's like as someone who tries to come off as very like collected and um cold and humorously calloused it's i don't find comfort in you know kind of like holding a lot of like sadness i'd rather like you know lean into the apathy like i was saying before and so making that space to see that humanity i think is painful and i think that's why like i was saying before i think a lot of us kind of steer into hate because it gives us that space where we don't have to deal with like kind of seeing that humanity and the emotions that come along with that so mm -hmm. i mean yes it's liberating but i think liberating isn't mean like i feel excited and joyful all the time it means i feel like cosmically everything overwhelming it's, <laughs> it's fucking overwhelming yeah and so where i think like something like therapy teaches you to do is to not get so overwhelmed by that or be able to control the overwhelmment the abundance of emotions yeah. a little better yeah yeah you were you were built for this you were built to hold all of this yeah and you're able to you're doing it now i mean kind of sort of maybe i don't know no we're putting the <laughs> compassion back she's doing it <sighs> yeah but it's difficult um but yeah i didn't say it was easy girl, <laughs> girl. so yeah that's where i'm uh learning to work through <laughs> but what about you sister I mean, does she, what's is she struggling with her relationship with Kate or in the healing? Like, girl, when am I not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, anyone who's actually listened to this podcast knows. Um, yeah, she's 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 doing her best. She's doing her best. that. I think the part that's the most difficult about healing or like you know the healing work is it's always three steps forward, two steps back. Oh, you know, man. you always think oh i'm in therapy upward trajectory you know if you imagine the price is right it's like that little yodeling man what girl the price is right and then girl what have you been doing with your days <laughs> excuse me she's never had a sick day and spent home watching the price is right no i'm watching porn what are you talking about <laughs> Well, for those of you who know, there's this little yodeling man, and he's on a like an incline, and he always just goes straight up. Mm -hmm. And there's a little yodely song that I don't really remember how it goes, but it's like yodely. But whatever. <laughs> um, but the thing, what was quite, the thing about healing is always you feel like you make three steps of progress, but your triggers are always going to be there. So mm -hmm. once you feel that trigger, you fall into unhealthy habit that you're learning to work through it feels like oh no i'm backsliding i'm totally you know disregarding all of the things that i've learned i thought i've worked through this already so i should be fine right so it's always like i should be in a better place quote unquote of where i am than where i am now but like 
that's not what the journey is. No. It's always, my therapist always calls it, it's an upward spiral. You're always making progress. There's going to be some dips, slips, and, you know, kind of the cow dips up in here. Dips. But cow <laughs> on the four, always on the four. That's why I'm not allowed in that space. Because I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. I'm not, I'm more of like lesbian. So I'm just like out antiquing in like Birkenstocks. <laughs> That's my version of gay. We love to see it. We love to see it. Yeah. A Hawaiian shirt is meant for every day. Debatable. <laughs> Put a fedora on it. It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, back to the price is right. So you always want to just have that feeling of like, oh, yes, I'm healing. Yes, I have my tools. I know how to use them. I can use them in times of need. However, in times of need... You're super activated until it becomes a habit. You're going to fall into old patterns. Yeah. And I, I am still working on creating good habits out of my tools. And it, it gets frustrating um, that, you know, the unhealthy patterns still come up because A, I'm getting the same result, but B, I'm also at the point of therapy where I can also identify the fact that it's an unhealthy pattern. Mm. So there's a little bit more criticism yes. where there should be more it's, compassion. It's that hypervigilance, right? Like, yeah. So it's very like, critical. So it's like, oh, but no, it's, this is part of the journey. Again, where my therapist says like, you know, where you can show your self-compassion is the fact that you did see the B. You did see the fact that, oh, you recognize that this is an unhealthy pattern. Yeah. So you didn't know that before. Before. Mm -hmm. So you are making progress. So you still have that one step forward of the three steps forward and the two steps back. So you still are making progress. It's just being an impatient person is not congruent with this structure of healing that needs to happen. And I get frustrated. Yeah. And I hate it. When are you going to see that the fedora is an unhealthy habit? I just want that to be like a main focus for you. Um, I'm not in that step of healing yet because I think you're wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we can we can continue. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I mean that's the thing too. I guess there's like it's tough to kind of develop that great. I mean, like like our horoscope said. It's really tough. Mm. It's really difficult to have that grace with yourself that you would exude to other people. You know, like, I think, yeah. like, the way, like, you describe yourself is always different than the way your friends would describe you. But, like, girl, when you're an anxious person or depressed or whatever, <laughs> the spiral that happens here, <laughs> the spiral that happens here, <laughs> girl, the drama. Girl, the drama 15 pirouettes. Come on now. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> helicopter one of those ribbon yeah. dancers just into the fire into the fire <laughs> i hate it <laughs> if i had to give it a takeaway which i don't know i mean i think hate's just you do. It's an emotion <laughs> yeah it's just an emotion but it's um yeah it's just that it's emotion and like whatever your relationship with that emotion is will dictate whether or not you find it inferiority with it or you find merit with it and so that is fully determinant on you. I, as a person, though, for me, I really try to find where it's, I'm just maybe over sensationalizing something. And I try to make, take a moment to really understand 
not only where my hate's coming from, but potentially where the opposition that I'm hating, where that's coming from. And so I think mm-hmm. in understanding, we can reduce the amount of hate in our lives. And okay. as someone who believes that hate is the antithesis to glamour, I really want to get rid of as much of it as possible. So oh. <laughs> <sighs> it will be more understanding, I guess. Yeah, sure. More understanding. Fine. Whatever. That's fine. But, Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. We're, we're trying. So, and we're, and we're doing. So there's. We're, yes. Yeah. We're doing our best. That was just as spirally as the pirouettes we were talking about, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wrap it up, girl. <laughs> Uh, okay. You can hate all you want. I just expect you and everyone else to understand why. Just like you said, hate hate is a part of infinite cosmic power. You're going to come across it. Mm -hmm. However, hate is always going to be a signal to you of something deeper that's happening. So again, if hate is the e-break, it's saying, hey unsafe make distance free up brain space but if you just stay using that e-brake then that's the unhealthy pattern you'll wear the brakes out right so girl get your get your brakes checked yeah learn how to drive without that damn e-brake go go to oh 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 rallies and get that shit fixed so Auto we can park. <laughs> sponsorship <laughs> we can use hate as a signal like hey something's not right here within me mm-hmm. let me let me figure what it is under the hood so i can get these brakes checked and fixed so that i can use my regular brake and only use the e-brake when it is absolutely necessary when i need to create actual distance from something it should never be your initial go-to you know fair. what i mean yeah fair fair completely so like hate on girl just know why do your thing but like don't come over here and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't know yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're going to be responsible for that hatred. I'm not saying you don't get to have it. Take responsibility, bitch. That's the thing. You're going to be accountable for it. Okay. Is that time of the show? I think it is. We come to that part of the show where we look across the internet and just look at all the memes, the accounts, the advice columns, things that just drag us and make us say, how, how dare, dare you? you? All right, girl. How uh, how doth the internet draggeth those to to todayeth right right now? With can you tell I like didn't do well when we got to Shakespeare in English? Did not do well in that class. No. I mean, she probably lived for the cross, the double cross, the drag of it all. <laughs> Comprehension. Uh. Okay, so this is one of those like multiple carousel slide um, posts from. Mm-hmm. Ye old favorite, your diagnose. Wait, your diagnosis. Your diagnosis. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, I was a therapist in um, Florida, of all fucking places. But like, that will not deter from the truths that they begin in. <laughs> and speaking of truths, this one is actually called Seven Hard Truths, and so you know you're about to get dragged. Oh God, that title. And it says. You play a central role in all the unsatisfying and challenging relational context in your life. Stop blaming others. Bye. If you want better relationships, you have to be the one to change or you need to find new people. No, everyone else is trash. I'm fine. Yeah, no, it's just everyone else. I'm I'm doing the work. 
I'm doing the work. I've done the work. <laughs> that means I'm fine. I have done, I'm, when they say doing the work, that's me. I'm doing that work. So <laughs> it can't be me. It's y'all. I am free from all accountability now that I am doing the work. <laughs> Completely absolved of guilt. Yeah. Nope. And responsibility. No accountability here. Not needed. Not applicable. Don't I know. hate it all. That said, um, sure. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I also play a central role here. I guess. Yeah. No, it's true. <sighs> Any hoots. <laughs> What what does she have? Um, this one is from NY therapist. What's her name? Tori. Tori. Um, and she says to us today, space or silence isn't meant to be a weapon. Space or silence is meant to help us self soothe and self connect so that we can effectively re enter a hard conversation. Mm, okay, then why does it hurt so much when people give me the silent treatment? Hmm? Riddle me that, then Tori. I mean, I agree with her, so I feel like I feel like I'm projecting. I'm being like, mm, can she send this to some people in my pasts? Have Joan. <laughs> <laughs> can mm-hmm, can we can we eliminate the stonewalling? I mean, it's akin to what we're saying mm-hmm. again. Space or silent isn't bad. You just need to know why you're using it. If you're just saying, hey, I'm just not going to talk to you for a week, you better say why. Not just like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. Bye. Oh, my God. So that hit a a, a wound with me in past mm-hmm. experiences with some people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, same. Same girl. Same. Uh, I see. I see. We see each other. We see each other. <sighs> Whew, I'm tired. I need a nap. I know. I'm like, I'm ready. I need a drink. I need a drink. I need a joint, and maybe like an IV bag. One of the two. One of the three. One of the three. Uh-huh. <sighs> so take us out. Well, <laughs> take us out, girl. There it is. Thank you all for listening again. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Podcast Very That. And while you're there, feel free to check us out. We tag ourselves and everything. We're not going to say our handles. They're too long. And let's be honest, I'm way too lazy. So it's not happening. But if you have any burning questions, you want to tell us what you're hating or how you're dealing with hate, email us at podcastverythat at gmail.com. That's podcastverythat at gmail.com. You see how the Instagram handle and the email are the same? We made it so easy for you. Intentional. And look, we'll be honest. We didn't reach the goal we thought we were going to reach last season with the fundraiser. So we've decided to just extend it and just keep it as an ongoing thing. All of the proceeds from the pin sales go to the National Asian American and Pacific Islander Mental Health Association. We want to help our community get the resources that we have so benefited from. And we want to make sure that every one of us are able to have that same benefit. And so again, $15, two pins, you get them, the proceeds go straight to that foundation, and they do the work to get the Asian American and Pacific Islander community access to mental health resources. Um, so yeah, why don't you just, um, I don't know, do something good, start the year off, you know, it's 2022, let's start on a good note and buy some pins, help some people out, it'll be great. Come on now, be a better person, just do it. Bye! Bye. <laughs>